if your parent, if your parents or your family or whatever didn't like me and that wasn't an issue for you, it would not be an issue for me. That being said, her parents love me, y'all. Her people love All me. Right. I'm, I'm, a lo- I'm, a, I'm a lovable person. You know what I'm saying? Ask, it, ask everybody who loves me. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> What up, everybody? It's your boy, Brandon, and I am joined today by my groovy partner and co-host. <laughs> hey, y'all. It's Yandra. Welcome to The Buffet, a podcast where we give you endless food for thought. We started this podcast to review the questions we have asked and continue to ask each other since we started dating. These conversations will range from lighthearted and comical to serious and deep. We both have backgrounds in counseling and are young black professionals in the DMV area. We know just enough to come up with the questions, but not enough to have all the answers. You can expect for us to be real, raw, and sometimes spicy. So what are we talking about today, Sihandra? We're going to talk about meeting the parents. Okay. Elaborate, please. So the holidays are coming and folks in newer relationships or even relationships that maybe have spanned the, the whole year are coming up on a season where you start to meet people's families and start to develop some relationships with them. And in our case, and especially post-Rona, maybe you've been in a relationship, but you haven't had the opportunity to kind of gather with all your folks because of the Rona. And so now you're in a space where you're going to be meeting all these people. And I wanted to just think it through. Is meeting the parents a job interview? Are you still applying for the job at this point? Or is it like a callback? Because you already got the job. This is just like the second interview. For me, I think the meeting the parents is probably like the final interview. Like the after you made it at, through the first couple interviews, like the first interview is like you're talking to maybe a recruiter. The second interview, you're talking to the hiring manager. And then depending on the situation, you may be called in to speak to like the team. I mean, the, the team that you're actually going to be working with so they, can get a, so they can get a feel for you, make sure you have the right personality that mesh well with the working environment that they're going to bring you into. This is what I consider the meeting the parent stage. You're meeting the people that will be working with you, so to speak, Yeah. Uh, for, you know, the foreseeable future, for potentially forever. Once, you know, you start in the corporation that is the relationship. So these are the people you're going to be working with to with with your partner you know you're going to be seeing them at company events which is you know holidays you got to work with them in order to make things happen you know make sure you know facilitate whatever it is that you're trying to do you usually i guess that would depend on how close you know the parent the parents are to your partner and vice versa Yeah, I definitely think that's true. So just going off of what I know of our situation and what I think is the ideal, I would say that it is also a callback. It's like you have gone through multiple rounds. I've, you know, kind of sussed you out and been able to decipher the things about you that I like. I maybe have already introduced you to my friends, presumably, so they can suss you out and see if there are things about you that they like or dislike and give me some uh, additional feedback. But don't nobody know you like your mama. Like, don't nobody know you like your mama, especially if you have a close relationship with your mama. There we go. There we go. I'm glad you you, like put that in there because people's relationship with their family can vary, especially especially moms. I think in your case, not to cut you off, I'm sorry. I, I, I feel like the relationship between a daughter and their mom may not necessarily look the same as the relationship between like a son and their mom, assuming, you know, uh, both parents are in the, are in the, their life. Household, yeah. Very true. On average, on average, I'm not going to hear it sit here and say like, Oh, you know, it's always different, but I feel like on average, I feel like I feel confident in saying that. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think that it definitely depends. Mm-hmm. And we're sure. only speaking from our perspective because that's all that we can offer. But I definitely think 
no one knows me in the way that my family knows me and being having been an only child for a good portion of my life I had a lot of time to develop close relationships with both my parents and older cousins and like aunts and uncles and close relationships with my grandparents so all of those people know me really well and have spent a considerable amount of time around me and so it's important for my partner to meet my family and for them to mesh because I feel like in a lot of ways these are the people who know my core and if something about you doesn't read well in a room to them I'm gonna that has high they I hold their opinion in high regard um and that will influence the course of our relationship for sure okay so so you're saying if everything was sweet between me me you and I and then you know I came around and you know I was meet I came to meet you know mama meet mama your mom's I was going to drop the name, but I was like, I don't know if you, they don't, they don't need to know that information. Uh, and she was like, nah, I'm not feeling it. Deal breaker? It's over with? You going to sit me down? I was like, yeah. Let's go. I think we need to take a step back. And I would investigate further. I would not just, while I do hold their opinion in high regard, I don't take their word as absolute. So I would investigate further. Like, what did you see? What behavior did you see? What about this person did you not like if it's something that is uh an element of the person that can change I would broach that and see if it was something that I felt like needed to be changed and like talk talk that through if it was something that I felt like couldn't change at all and was going to cause enough of a riff yeah I'll have to give you your walking papers that that's fair I get it what about you yeah for me uh my for, for me meeting the family is I want I definitely wouldn't say it's as important as it is for, uh, for you, mm-hmm. but I do uh I do consider it like a good milestone within a relationship, like mm-hmm. a like a final milestone. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not introducing you to my parents unless I'm like I'm pretty sure, you know, that I like you. Like this is something that I see for long term. Like I'm not gonna introduce someone to my to my parents. And we break, we break, and I'm not planning on seeing her within the next couple of months or something like that. You feel me? Yeah. So now, having said that, their opinion, I guess, is more of a affirming one to me. So it's like I'm, I'm bringing them around. If they, they probably see the same thing I see in you. If they have any, any red flags, I will hope that I'm cognizant enough to be able to have spotted them myself. But of course. Uh, objective third party so not that's not even the right terminology that they're not an objective third party no. but just a third party has some fresh eyes on it if they see something i don't see and they point it out to your point i will investigate and stuff like that but they are no by no means the arbiter of my relationship yeah like if if i'm feeling and i'm loving everything that's happening and they're, just, and they're just like oh yeah i'm not i don't like it. i don't think you should be with her i'm if you don't have a, a, a legitimate real reason for what you're saying i'm i don't care because you're not going to be the one in the relationship with me yeah, no, I think that's 100% accurate. I mean, I don't, it would have to be something that I think is extreme in terms of a behavior that would make me think that it was enough for my relationship to end. Because to your point, my parents are not going to be in my relationship day in and day out. Mm-hmm. And my parents cannot provide for me the same things that you're going to provide for me. So you're telling me to be single to do what? Then, right. Then, wh- then, where do I get what you gonna do? Right. The love and support that I would get from my partner because it's not gonna come from you. You got a man. <laughs> what you got to offer me? Hopefully, we're, we're and you know, because you know, there's a lot of people with parents who are single, and you know, what I mean, they are they are and haven't been able to have a like a solid relationship in all of the lives that they know, and you know, they are here. At, so at the same time, it's kind of like calling back to I think one of our previous episodes about taking information from people who mm-hmm. you know what i mean like how are you gonna take relationship about how, how to be or how are you gonna take advice on how to be successful at something from someone who has not been successful at that thing that they're giving the advice for that is that wouldn't make any sense in any like if walking down the street a homeless person tell you this is the, this is the best way to manage property you're not going to take that no. seriously so why would that carry over so why suddenly when it comes to your relationship would that be any different even if that person is your mom or your father or, or your guardian or whomever it may be that who's raising you. And I think also to that point of when you were trying to say like, oh, an objective third party. No, they're not. They're not. They only have the best interest of you at hopefully. heart. They don't. Hopefully, yes. They don't care about this relationship. Like the relationship does not bring them any joy. 
your ultimate happiness brings them joy. And because of that, the lens in which they're speaking often, especially if they're a single person, is can be selfish at times. Like you, you are single thinking about what will work best for you in isolation outside of a relationship, outside of a family model. It's like you're thinking about you and what you want and need. That don't help me. I'm a we now. Mm. I, I'm not, I'm not, I can't be me all the time. I have to think we right now and I need we. you. We going to France. We, we. I need you to give me some we advice. And if your parent, guardian, whomever raised you doesn't have we experience. Yeah, they can't give you that we advice. They can't give you that we advice. I'm, and I'm hoping the people who are in that situation are cognizant of that. Like, that doesn't mean that you shouldn't, you know, take your your part, parents or guardians, whom, whomever advice to heart or, or take it seriously but you always also need to recognize that hey our parents don't know everything I, at this point in your life i'm i'm, I'm talking to people that's, that's 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 grown that you know that's in their like late 20s 30s perhaps even older i feel like at this point you should have come to the conclusion or, or the realization that your parents ain't no shit about shit no they they've been winging they it. was winging it like shit <laughs> and they had you they finessed you into thinking they knew everything they was doing they, they knew what they were doing but you should at this point you should realize yo that as adults we don't know what we're doing and we're just doing the best we can with what the information we have so at this point i hope you realize that you know your parents have a reasonable say and you know take their advice to heart and stuff like that but at the same time recognize that they're human they mm-hmm. may not know some things or they just may not have experience and they are fallible 100 percent. there no one is perfect and i think that we realize that in a lot of different ways as we come into adulthood about our parents, but that has to be true of romantic relationships. The same is true if your parents are in a marriage or are in a partnership that has been longstanding. They are not perfect. You cannot idealize their relationship and take them as all-knowing, all-seeing because they don't know everything. They are, even today, at this big age, they're winging it. Yeah. They don't, each day is a new experience. They have not been in this exact same place before. Now, where they, while they may have been some of the places that you are going to go or even the place that you're in right now, there's still a whole bunch of variables that make your experience different from theirs. And so they can't speak with 100% truth and uh, knowledge about where you're at. There we go. I feel like we've gotten that portion of the informational out of the way take with that what you will now what type of relationship do you want to have with your partner's parents slash family i I would like to have an amicable one that's all i need i i just need us to be able to maintain the basic niceties Mm -hmm. of society at minimum, I'm not asking you to love me. I'm not asking you to think I like, you know, the sun shines out of my ass. I'm not asking, I'm not asking for a lot. I'm just, I'm just asking that if, if I show up and I, you know, I say hello, you say hello back. You know, we are, we remain cordial at minimal and that's it. Anything after that is just a bonus for me. Okay. I feel like I want to, I guess it's less about the relation. Well, I guess it's a characteristic of the relationship. I want it to be a relationship of mutual respect and of trust. Like I want to trust Mm. that you have the best intentions for myself and my relationship and my future children. And I want to be mutually respectful. Like I want to think that if I give you a responsibility, a task or whatever, that you're going to respect me enough to like do it, to like take it to heart and, you know, put your effort into it. And the same of me. Like, if you ask me to do something, I need you to respect me enough to, like, let me do it and get up out my face. Like, I don't want to be micromanaged. I don't want to have a relationship where you feel like you can't respect my opinions. You can't respect my values. Like, I just want it to be mutually respectful. And I want there to be trust there. And because those two things are the most important thing to me, I do think that that requires some intimacy in that relationship you don't trust everyone so i feel like we need to know each other a little bit in order for those two things to happen um especially again because you're the grandparents to my children i need to make sure when i drop my kids off everything is going to be okay i don't want to have to keep calling my kids or keep calling you i don't want to micromanage you i don't want you to micromanage me i want it to be Again, respectful. Okay. <laughs> and I want there to be some trust. Because if not, I don't think that 
I don't think that I would put the effort into having a relationship. I already have a family. I already have a family that I love and adore that I would be happy to to spend time with. And I, because I know how you feel about family, I don't think that if, I think that we could, I think you would be okay if you had a relationship with your family and I didn't. Yes, I would be okay with it. And I'm, I personally am not, that's not my preference. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I'm saying I, these two things need to happen. Like that intimacy needs to be built for respect and trust to grow or else we just not going to see each other. That's, that's real. And I guess this highlighted a point that just occurred to me as you were answering this question. Mm-hmm. Your answer was much more in depth than mine. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if that is like a, perhaps a difference maybe between men and women. I'm not sure, sure if it's just like a, maybe just a me and you thing or maybe if, if it's broader in the sense of like, do women think more deeply about in-laws and, and the weight that they have on it? Because I feel like for me, I don't really care. Like I don't, mm-hmm. I don't personally, I don't really need your, your parents to like me, but I need them, but I know that is important to you. So I need that to happen. But if you were like, I don't, care one way or the other if they like me or not and then they didn't like me i'd be like all right cool let's, let's get it i don't because i don't have to talk to your parents i don't or or you like your whole side of the family it ain't it ain't nothing to me mm-hmm. i only care about you yeah and the thing you build so i'm when i think about the question of you know in-laws i've never given it a lot of thought it's just like oh, i'm i know like in general broadly that it would probably be important for my partner that they did like me so i would like that to be possible but that's as pretty much as far as i've taken it i think pop culture has too many references of like monster in law that movie of like a mother-in-law being overbearing not trusting the son's partner the idea i think that it, it depends like very across cultures um but i also recognize that mothers can be possessive of their sons and Mm. just even in our relationship in the sheer distance right like we live here your parents don't live here yes there's already physical distance between us so i can imagine if i was a mother and it's like oh you with them oh you doing stuff with her family oh you're just a part of her family now what about us why are you not showing up why are you not doing these things and that can already build some resentment without anything intentional not any effort on my part like just the way that the cards have fallen um and so i'm very thoughtful about about what relationship i'm going to have with my in-laws because again they're the grandparents to my future children so i want them i want them to have a relationship with my children that is not fraught with them saying underhanded things about me as a mother judging my parenting style not trusting my ability to care for you like if you get sick and them niggas pop up because like, oh, my son, first of all, he's grown. Second of all, I'm here and I don't need you. But OK, if we had a different relationship of trust yeah. and mutual respect, you'd be like, oh, yeah, I made a room for y'all. Y'all can come. We would love to see you help take care of the kids, you know, while I take care of Brandon. But if it's not that and you just pull up at my house because you think, oh, I need to see my son. He's not here. His car's in the driveway. He's oh. not here. So, I, so, I so who's so who's who's petty? See, we are all petty in this relationship. We're just petty <laughs> about specific things, different things. No and I, and I, today. Nah, this is oh my fault. Y'all wouldn't know. This is a callback to a, a like <laughs> off off uh air conversation we having about our petty. I'm like I I'm trying to highlight to her that we're all petty. We are you know you know what, what's the, what's the line like? We're we all mad here from Alice in Wonderland. Mm-hmm. We're all petty here, but it's just you know how it manifests or when it manifests. It's just different for all of us. Mine is just more general. Yeah, hers is more specific. Mm-hmm. That being said, I agree. Like hearing hearing your answer about the stuff, I mean, it makes a lot of it makes a lot of sense about uh, what you say. But at the same time, I, I if your parent if your parents or your family or whatever didn't like me. And that wasn't an issue for you. It would not be an issue for me. That being said, her parents love me, y'all. Her people love me. All right. I'm I'm a a, a lovable person. You know what I'm saying? That's it. That's everybody who loves me. (laughs) Boy. (laughs) But but to uh, back to your point about the the physical distance between my parents, I do I do hear that loud and clear. Uh, and I agree that that can be an issue mm-hmm. so i get that's why i think that is important that we switch off like holidays and mm-hmm. things of that nature give them a shot to meet you 
interact more with you. Yeah, and I also recognize that that intimacy really takes place over time. Yeah, unless it's intentional, like there's no family date. Like we're, I mean, there. In in some regards, we've done things with my family that are, um, I wouldn't say inorganic, but like intentional. Like, oh, Brandon's gonna come to this thing. Like, let's make sure that we make space for Brandon. But more often than not, it's like, oh, we're already doing this thing. Brandon's come gonna tag. Yeah, like Brandon's gonna tag along, but the only way to build that intimacy is through the consistency of being there. Yeah, like keep showing up, yeah. keep being there. People get used to your face, get used to you. That's when you start to have conversations with folks and they're like, Oh, like I like this person's mindset or whatever. Yeah. And then you start to build those relationships outside of, um, just like, you know, casually seeing each other. And I think that that is more challenging to develop naturally when you don't live in the same state as your partner's parents. Agreed. Cause every, because every time you meet, it's like you're coming with an intention of, you know, visiting and you're only going to be there for, you know, an X amount of days out of the year. And, you know, anybody can pretend to be nice and give you your best for, for, X, for you know, that small amount of time. So it's very hard to build up a, I guess, a... A rapport. Yes, there it is. Yeah. Like a rapport where everyone feels comfortable and not like you have to put on like some kind of mm-hmm. face to impress somebody. So I feel in this situation, every time we visit it, it could almost feel like at least I'm imagining for you, it's like you're meeting them again for the first time. I got to get, yes. put, put my first, my best foot forward. I got to make sure like I'm impressing them and stuff like that. Versus like if you were to see them as often as if, you know, you were in the same city where you meet probably, you know, at least once a month or so, mm-hmm. at least like that, you probably get to the point where like, oh yeah, that's just, some there, there there are people that I know and I'm comfortable with them. I can just be myself and you know things like nature. So I, I get this is true. I get it. And the only way that's gonna happen is we move closer for an extended amount of time. And uh, Florida, I love it, but I hate it. But I love it. But I hate it. <laughs> but I love it. It's so hot. It is hot, but I like that. There ain't no money over there for my field, unfortunately, yet. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Now, when you think about this experience of, like, meeting the parents and spending that time around them, when do you feel like you start to consider them your family? Do they ever become your family, in your opinion? That's... A good question. Uh, personally, eh, I don't know. I feel like it's going. I feel like it's going to take a long time. I feel like we get to a point where we're like friendly. We're like we're friends or something like that. We're very well acquainted. I went. Like, I would say. I don't know about. I think family might take a little bit, a little bit longer. But to the point where like I got love for them, I feel like that that can build relatively. Relatively quickly, I feel, but I can't call it. But is it important to me that that feeling builds up? It's not. It's not at all. Mm-hmm. But it'd be nice. It'd be. It'd be. It'd be amazing if it happened. But if it doesn't, I'm. You know, it's. It's not on my to do list. It's not on my. Oh, I hope I wish list. It's not on any of those things. But if it happens to happen, like great. But if not, if we don't get even any further than what our relationship is today, I'll be quite fine. I'll be quite. I'll be quite happy. I have no complaints. None of, nothing of the sort. But that, that's just me. Yeah. I mean, uh, of course, you can only speak from your perspective. I think because my perspective is that my parents, my family is very blended. Like, all of the people who are at my mom's house for Thanksgiving are, like, shoot-offs of, like, half-siblings of, like, of another person's marriage, and then they had kids, and then they have kids with someone else. Like, it was just mad people there who were, like, I don't know, like seven degrees of separation. Like uh, we don't share no blood, that's but real. I know who you are. We've been around each other for a considerable amount of time and I consider you family in some regards. Mm-hmm. And I think because that has been my experience, my expectation is that like I will grow to consider your family a part of my family because they're connected to you and because I, I love you. And so like, I want, I want to love them and incorporate them mm-hmm. into well, that circle of people. For me, my parent family is big as shit. Like my grandma, my grandma was prolific. She had kids, and then them kids had kids, and them kids got kids, and some of them kids got kids too. 
And it's like, I got so many cousins. I got so many cousins who got kids who are also my cousins. It's like, bro, I, at some point, I, I, I don't remember or know a lot of these motherfuckers' names. And they keep it 100. If I didn't know you personally by the time I was like 10, I'm not going to learn who you are. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my God. I, I, I just got a, I just got a text from my aunt about her daughter, which is obviously my cousin, one of my uh, cousins who I grew up with, so I'm quite familiar with who she is. She has a kid, and I, unbeknownst to me, she's about, she's a senior now in high school. I'm like, nigga, when did this happen? Because this cousin of mine who's, who has this kid is maybe within five years of me, like older, and I'm like, bruh, she got a whole kid that's graduating high school? I'm like, when the fuck did this happen, bruh? And, but the thing is, that is the norm now like a lot of my cousins who are maybe a handful of uh, years older than me most of my cousins are old, like significantly older than me or they're very much younger than me so i'm kind of like a weird middle stage where like everyone's either like a, i consider like a little kid and i i, I never bothered to learn who you were because you were you were a baby's kid to me like mm-hmm. get out my face i you're you know <laughs> kick kick rocks chew or you, they were so much older than me and they were treating me like that so mm. it was just like uh yeah so but a lot of those Cousins got whole families who are damn near grown themselves now. So I'm just like, Jesus Christ. We're all related through blood, most of them. And then of course, now if you go to a to a meeting or not not a meeting, but like a get together, it's a lot of uh, cousins and stuff who have like their kids. They may even have their grandkids with them. And I don't know who the fuck they are. Be honest, honest with you, they got their significant others who I I can't be bothered. And I feel like, <clears throat> unfortunately. Growing up, it made me aloof. I'm, I feel like I'm very aloof from my family. Mm. Sometimes I regret it, and sometimes I'm just like, it is what it is. Um, but no, there's no but. That's just what it is right now. I mean, I I would like to, for it to be better, but at the same time, I feel like I don't have the bandwidth to like get close to everybody. That's because there's so many of them, bro. But I feel like I would like to get closer to the people who. I grew up with, mm-hmm. and I feel like I, 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 I'm gonna start making moves to do that more. Yeah, I feel like that's a choice. Yeah. I think because a part of the reason why I stress stuff with family so much is because these are the people who are become a part of our community. These are the people who will become a part of our tribe. And now, while some of them will be close to us in in terms of proximity, when it's not like we're never going to visit Florida or spend extended time there. We should still have a community, a tribe of folks who are there. And if your family is that big, now you get the pick of the litter. You get to pick the ones. It's like, oh, I like that one. I don't like that one. I like that oh, one. I already been did that. Yeah, for sure. I, I've been going through the, through my mind like, hey, okay, I like these. These are the ones. I Like, <clears throat> if I go back in town, I wouldn't mind touching bases with. And, you know, the other ones, if I see you, I see you. If I don't, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I so many people in my family, and they all, oh, they, they all live, like, in St. Ooh, they all live in the same city. Mm-hmm. Uh that last time I went, I was getting a lot of text messages like, yo, for my sister, because apparently my sister is low-key the plug of the family. Mm-hmm. Like, she know everybody who know everybody. Shout out, Crystal, what up? Uh, and she was telling me, like, hey, you know, so-and-so is telling you to come through to their house. So-and-so is saying come through. I'm like, my nigga, like, I'm here for, like, three days. I don't have time to go hit all y'all up. Can we meet somewhere, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Mama House? My mama house, not yeah, my mama house. So we can all meet at one time. We can get this all out of the way. Cause I'm, I am, what I'm not about to do is give half my stay to good just to go see everybody that's mm-hmm. not that, that's what's not going to happen um so is we got to, i got i got a lot of kids i got a lot of people in my family which you is got a lot right. of kids i don't have any kids let me use that that I, that's what it sounded like i was going to say it what, did. I, I was trying to say i have a lot of kids in my family oh. but but there are a lot Fair of kids in up. my family i don't have any kids that i know of um listen if you have a, i'm not gonna make this into a tangent but if you had a secret baby things would change how's a secret baby if i don't know about it huh it's gonna be a secret it's gonna be so secret that i don't i don't know about yeah it's still a secret though that's true for me too i'm like baby i learned the same time you learned it i'm learning too <laughs> surprise <laughs> that being said ain't no kids for me that i'm aware of and my family like i said is very big uh very large and just continuing to get larger, all the same. I got oh, so many seconds. What do you? What, what is it? What is the relation of 
the kids of your cousins Third. and so forth. They're, they're like second cousins, or is Third. it what? No, you, you you got a cousin, and then those cousins have children. So oh, what second. are those kids? Those are those are second, second cousins, right? And then their kids are your third cousin. Yeah. I got a lot of third cousins, and I'm I'm very close to some fourth. I feel like that's they a lot are, of people. They out here. <laughs> they yeah. out here. Yeah. I feel like all all my my grandma had what about five, six, seven kids, mm-hmm. and each one of them had at least two, at least minimum, usually like about four. Oh. That's a lot of humans. Yeah, it's a lot of humans, and that's just my mama's side. I'm from my dad's side. I feel like I'm just fi- I'm finding out about cousins and aunts that popping up by the week. <laughs> you know, this this episode ain't about how my family breakdown is, but I just to say a lot of people. So it's a, it's a lot of moving parts and stuff like that, and it can be very daunting and overwhelming to consider. And I what I do know, I never want to host. Uh, a family get together at my place. No, we're going to run out of venue or something. If you're trying to get everybody to come through, oh, and you true. ain't. I ain't finna have all them people coming to, coming through my house. I don't know how my uncles and stuff be doing it. Shout out, like, salute to y'all for that. All right, that was a long tangent. What were we talking about? It was we were talking about when do they become your family? But I think you answered it. Yeah, I, I think it's just you just got to put in the time. I guess the time and the. Not the vulnerability, but the intimacy building mm-hmm. up and stuff like that. And hopefully it gets there. Yeah, I think that it will. I do think another, and I don't know how this happened in my, uh, for my parents or even for my aunt and uncle when they started to call their partner's parents like mom or mm. like something, not call them by like their name. Right. I feel like that is another like, oh, we family, family now. I'm not calling you whatever, Mister mm. or Miss. I'm calling you this thing or the invitation even to, because oh, I don't say call, I, don't call me that. Call me mom. Call me yeah. I'm not comfortable doing that. Really? No. Really? I'll probably just call them by their first name. That's that'll be the final level of uh, I guess intimacy. Mm-hmm. That we were reaching, I am not comfortable calling anybody that's not my mom and dad, mom and dad. I didn't think that's weird to me. To me, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's just a personal thing of mine. I think, I don't, yeah, it's definitely personal. Um, yeah, it just don't, don't sit right. And I think about, like, if I had a kid, how I feel about, you know, my kid calling somebody else mom. And I'm like, my nigga, what? You, no. Like, they weren't wiping your ass. So it's a possessive thing. I guess. They didn't put the work in. They didn't really help you out like the way we Yeah, they didn't there. build you to what you were. You ain't didn't you ain't in here you was in here shooting in the gym with me? They don't get that title. This is this is some serious shit. You don't you just don't give mom and dad titles to anybody. There's niggas who gave birth to people who don't get called mom and dad because they didn't put in the work. That's true. But then what if these people are putting in the work? You don't know what type of work they put in, what type of effort. No, we gotta come up with some kind of Nickname, term, term terminology, or something like that. Because then, yeah, for me, I don't think I ever get to a point where I would be comfortable calling your parents mom and dad. Mm-hmm. I got a mom and dad. They did. They did a pretty good job. They did. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to get that. Get that up to somebody else. Hmm. I don't know. I don't feel that strongly about it. I don't. I do think that it requires a uh, lots of intimacy. Hmm. It will definitely require a lot of time for me to feel comfortable. But I do think that there are those people who are like, everybody calls me mom. You know those people? Yeah, I get it. And I think that if they were that person, then I would feel differently about it. Um, If they were just like naturally like nurturing and motherly and people just all, everybody just call them that, then that would feel different than if it was like, no, I'm inviting you into the special privilege of calling me mom now i do want to be considered a daughter even if i don't call nobody mama you want to be called daughter? i want to be considered a daughter oh. meaning i want daughter privileges shit all right sometimes i don't know if you want them but all right i mean i mean daughter privileges also come with daughter responsibilities yeah. but i'm saying i want i want privileges but i think that that has to come from the mutual respect and trust that i was talking about like i think that there is something that happened especially in 
relationships between two women where you can like both see me as an equal and respect me but also see me as someone that is under your care and i feel like that is important in a i mean it's true but at the same time you gotta remember daughters if you get thought of as a daughter you're gonna be treated like a daughter and mamas sometimes be talking to their daughters all types of way cash crazy you know what i mean they, they feel like they can t- say and do t- take liberties with their daughters that they wouldn't be able to do with someone who isn't their daughter. Be able to say whatever the hell. You know what I mean? So, I mean, that's true. Especially the black mamas. My, eh? Ain't no... And black mamas don't give a shit. They'll tell you what it is. This is true. Respectfully, disrespectfully, and all that. <laughs> this is true. Yeah. I mean, I think... I think the thing that I want is... I think that I, I, I guess in saying that I want to be seen as a daughter, I'm saying that I want your family to see me as family. That's fair. That's I, fair. That's, and that's the only role that I can think of that would be a natural yeah. fit, but I want your family to see me as family. And I would like them to see you as family as well. But at the same, but to go call what I say, if, but if they don't, I personally wouldn't, well, no, nah, it would, it would annoy me low key. It would, it would, it would affect our relationship for sure. In the sense that, like, I wouldn't be as willing to, I guess, visit or or interact with them as much. You know, it'd be more. I don't, you know, what I mean, it's kind of because at the same time, if they deny you as my partner, it's kind of them denying me as well because that means they don't have, they don't trust my judgment. They don't trust, mm-hmm. you know, what I mean, my actions and stuff like that. So at the same, so it's kind of like. Eh. It's like it's like you it's like you're saying you don't bang with me like that hundred percent. So yeah. I, I, I I'm not even gonna go and cap and say that I wouldn't feel some type of way, but that's just like the avoidant part of me that I just cut off I just cut off like that feeling and I'd be like, I don't care. Um and but that'll manifest in me not banging with them either. I'm like, hey, and yeah. y'all get a card. I'm Maybe. Sent from you. Um <laughs> You're petty. Yeah, I am. All right, what do you feel like you learn about me from meeting my parents or my family in general? Or you could answer that question in general. Like, what do you think you learn about a person from meeting their parents and their family? You definitely get to learn about the per- the different personalities that you were exposed to as a child, as you mm-hmm. as you, uh, that help that you were exposed to growing up that would have helped form yeah, your, your 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 yeah influence your working model today. So sometimes I be looking at your family. I'm like, "How did you come from this, <laughs> Brandon?" That was a shot. It wasn't. A, it wasn't a shot. I was like, "Yo, let's keep it a stack." Like some of my family, some of our family, both you, you and I, or and everybody else is some some family. Like, yo, what the, what's going <laughs> on here? How did how did you like <laughs> like that? This doesn't match up. But in general, it's like okay. You say everybody's very nurturing. It's very matriarchal. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that's generally true of most uh, black families. But it's just it's an overwhelmingly majority woman in your family. Like when I go, it's a straight woman, and every once in a while, somebody might bring their man if they're together. But usually, they you know what I'm saying a lot of single women out here uh, with kids and stuff. So hearing them speak, you hear the single mom view of it. Not not a lot of consideration for the man, man's perspective and things of that nature. So I. I seeing that does not match up with you mm. like i feel like you're much, you're very considerate of like the other side or at least the presentation of it it seems like from what from what i'm seeing it sounds it seems that like you like you are it's but, a catfish my boy <laughs> so you playing a long con on me <laughs> uh so yeah, to answer the question, it does kind of give you a little bit of insight into the different personalities, the, the different influences that you may have had on your life that help, you know, raise you and thing, things like that. So it, it it can be a good barometer, I mm-hmm. guess, for how they are and perhaps how they may be as they, yeah. get, as they get older. Yeah, I think that's very true. I mean, I feel like the very cliche thing is like you want to see what your woman is going to look like when she gets older you need to meet her mom like you need to see what mm-hmm. it just from a physical standpoint of like what's she going to be built like after some kids big you facts need to see mm-hmm. what this other lady looks like um 
that part, but I also think mindset is a big thing that I feel like you can see from spending time around the person's parents and family of like what what is the legacy that was left behind here what what kind of um what kind of values kind of flow through everyone because I feel like that comes across in I can come across in so many different ways like how people are dressed like what what do they value there is it that everybody's wearing designer because that's important or did that only hit touch certain folks what how do people relate to each other so if there's multiple branches, kind of like what you're saying, your family of like your mom being one of multiple siblings, how did each of those little branches kind of shape right. up and, and shift out? Because I definitely feel like you can see that in my family of like, oh, this person came from that branch. This person came from that branch. You can see kind of the differences there. Um, I also think in meeting people's parents, um, and I read an article that that mentioned this, you can see what type of parents your partner may be in the future yeah, like you can see point. a little bit about their parenting style and how they engage even with their adult children because there's still some remnants of parenting that happen when they're engaging with their adult children you get a little like insight and so i mean yeah i i agree with it to, to your point about the different branches you also get to see how those different branches interact with each other like mm-hmm. what how how do the, each members of the family speak to each other? How do they behave around each other? Do is it warm or is it kind of you know cold and impersonal, vice versa, somewhere somewhere in between? As for the parenting style, yes, but also no. Okay. Because how my parents were when I was a kid ain't nothing like how they are that that, mm-hmm. that you get to see. Like mm-hmm. you you meet them and you're like, oh my god, they're the nicest people ever. My nigga, you no, you don't know what I went through, <laughs> and, and and vice versa. I'm not here to say like my parents were like assholes or pieces of shit or anything like, but I'm saying like that can happen. Like my parents have definitely evolved a lot or they're definitely, yeah, they're definitely evolved over time, obviously, because they know what the fuck they was doing mm-hmm. and they got, you know, got better, more comfortable, you know, got, you know, did better, maybe relaxed or tighten up depending on you know how your families is. And what you see now is not what I saw when, you know, when I was coming up, when I was, when I was a little kid, you feel me? So yes. And no, when it comes to the, the, the parenting style, I I what I do agree on is being able to watch the interaction between your partner and their parents seeing you know how that interaction is that won't that won't be able to 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 lie that way that's when you be able to see like oh do they have a good relationship with their parents mm-hmm. how do they act with each other because even if they, the parents are acting you know la da la happy dovey lovey dovey to you and you're getting a, a positive impression how your partner's at, interacting with the parent can tell you more of the truth about what's going on at least the history behind it and stuff like that Mm -hmm. yeah i think that's definitely true and i also feel like in engaging with the parents i think that there's sometimes you can see who's parenting who i guess is the thing that i'm thinking of Mm. of like if your partner is more responsible for their parents or like what type of role they play in their family i think is another thing that you see is like you're the favorite, you're the least favorite, you're the problem child. Do people look to you to have answers? What kind of things do people want to talk with you about? Like, what are their expectations for you to bring to conversation? I feel like you see all of those things um, in a way that you don't see when you're with people's friends, especially. Like, when you're with your friends, you are more yourself in a different way. Right. And I feel like you, when you're with, versus when you're with your family, when you can take a step back in some way, like there's just a pattern there. There's just like some expectations, like some unwritten rules that happen. And as a third party, as a, like coming into your partner's family, you're like, oh, these are the rules. This is how people engage with each other. Like, this is what is normal for this family that you wouldn't know unless you spent that time. Yeah. I mean, it's true. For example, what I've learned from, you know, interacting with you and your family, you are that I feel like you're like the the prodigal daughter, like great, <laughs> like great things, like, like, oh my, like no wrong can come from you. Like they expect like, you know, things are just going to line up for you. And like you do, you make sound decisions. They, they, they trust you to do good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everyone likes you. And it was like, they have favorable opinions of you and all around. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's from what I've noticed so far. Yeah, no, people do have favorable opinions of me, and they do like me. Thank you. <laughs> you are not incorrect. Yeah, <laughs> I feel that. 
Yeah, I would say what I noticed from the time that we spent. How brief it was. I know. It was like three seconds. Yeah, But I could also tell that your parents just like doted on you. Your dad said my son like millions of times. He, he, and I was like, that's he, he, so cute. He does. He, 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 he been claiming the shit out of me these, <laughs> these, these last few years. Like he's like, hey, let, let, let the universe be we wear. This is mine right here. And I... <laughs> And I, and, I, and I love it. And I, I want to say is a lot of it is maybe because, like, I'm not around as yeah. much as, you know, as they want. You know, and they're getting older. And, and I recognize it that, you know, they want to have me around more often and things of that nature. And, but they're also aware, at least I've, my dad more often than my mom because I feel like my dad's more practical in that aspect. Recognizes that, yeah, I'm a grown-ass man. I'm out here, you know, doing what I need to do to, to start my life. And he recognizes what that's like, him being someone who left home mm-hmm. as a kid and, you know, the do his own shit because he's from Puerto Rico and he left the island, you know, and saw that and he moved over here and been banging out ever since. Hear him speak, you couldn't, you would, you would think he just moved here last week, but you know, I mean, he'd been out here doing his thing, Thug Dizzle, you know, making whatever he needed to do, make it work for the family and everything like that since he was about 17, 18, or whatever that case may be. So I feel like he understands at least where I'm coming from from that aspect. My mom, you know, she's being more like in her feelings in the sense of like, you know, I miss my son. I want my son to be close by and I miss him. But again, my dad been claiming the shit out of me, especially since I lost all this weight. He's like, yeah, that's you. you I see it. You, you my son. <laughs> I was like, damn. All right. I ain't know it was a question before. What was that before? before? Yeah. Right. right. But yeah, he, de- he definitely be dropping it. I appreciate it. Shout out to my dad. Shout out to my mom. Shout out to my little sis. What up, Crystal? Yay, whole family. <laughs> yeah, they love me. They love me. And, but I know I know it. I, I know that I, I annoy them because I because I am not around as much as they would like me to be. And like I said, sometimes I be mad aloof. I, I, you know, I kind of hold most of my family at arm's length. I'm trying. I'm starting to learn the importance of family. Mm-hmm. Especially when I'm looking at chores. I'm like, y'all, y'all mad close. I don't think I want to be that damn close, but I, I, I at least would like to be closer Yeah. than what it, what it is. So, Community, your tribe. These are the people that you inherited who know things about you or who have some common, there's some common ground somewhere. Especially with those cousins. Like, there has to be some co- common ground someplace of, like, some shared experience, some shared something. But it's like, oh, yeah, you know, we here with it. Mm-hmm. We here with it. Yeah. We're gonna have to, we'll probably get to the bottom of that at, a, at the bottom of, of a bottle of something alcoholic. Yeah. Nothing better than that. Yeah. Nothing better than that. All right. There are four questions that they suggest you ask when you first Who is meet. They? EliteDaily.com. Okay, an article. Okay. Yes, that they suggest you ask when you meet someone's parents. Mm, What is your favorite family tradition is the first one. Interesting. I think it's a good one because people are coming from different cultures, different backgrounds. While we are both black American, our parents were raised in different generations Mm. and in different places in the world. And so they have very different like family traditions. What's normal or traditional for me is not what's normal or traditional for you. So I think this is a good question to learn a little bit more about that and to find what traditions you may want to adopt to like incorporate into your new nuclear family. Like, oh, I like this thing that your family does. I like this thing that your family does. Now we. Yeah, but at the same time, that's dependent on if your partner is a believer in those traditions. Because, like, what if your partner is just on some, like, yeah, this is what we did as our tradition, but I don't really bang with that shit. Mm. This is what I'm trying to do. That's fair. So, you know what I mean? So, that's the only caveat I would give to it. I would hope that if the traditions are, ban- are you know, are nice or something that they like to do, they have been practicing it with you. Right, and then when yeah. you meet the family, you kind of get to see, oh, so this is where it came from. Da, 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 da. Okay, cool. I want to, you know, keep, continue to incorporate this within it. Or something to the to that effect. Fair. The second question is, where did you grow up? Mm. Okay. I think that they mentioned how asking someone where they grew up can reveal a lot about their childhood, their acculturation, kind of their lived experiences. You're talking about you asking like 
your we, parents. Our parents were that they grew mm-hmm. up. Okay, okay. Yeah. If they have, and they mentioned that this is especially true if one of the parents has a different cultural background than your own. So, like, yeah. asking that question of your dad, I could probably get a lot of juice out of that. It, yeah, you it could. depends on it depends on how, how much that, you want to share. Yeah, because yeah. I feel like to this day, I don't know a lot about either one of my parents. Uh, grow like growing up, I know like a general idea what it is. I know like where they grew up, kind of, like in the sense of like around this period of their life, they was over here, and then around uh, during this period, it was over there. And general, how they were with the family, but it, it, the specifics are not specific and i think that may that may just be true of a lot of uh people of that generation because mm-hmm. it, it, it doesn't it doesn't paint a, a great picture of like they're growing up because it sounds it feels like a lot of that generation was fighting just to get out of it yeah fighting for my life yeah another one that i think is interesting which i feel like your parents actually shared this how did you meet yeah, I didn't heard this story. <laughs> but I feel like that's a really cute one of like giving them that story and then they could ask the same story of us of like, mm-hmm. oh, how did y'all meet? How did that how did this come to be? Mm-hmm. I had to fight three dudes to get to her. That's gonna be that's what I'm gonna say. Why that's are you my story. Lying? That, why that's not a lie. That's not a lie. That's not a lie. That's not a lie. <laughs> that is not a lie. See, 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 see I like See, I like how, as I kept saying it, you realize I'm not lying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, lying. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you didn't fight anybody, babe. I mean, if you mean by like, did I have to knock somebody the fuck out for it? No, yeah. but I had to fight. You were in a competition and you won. I had to fight. Okay, man. Winds don't just fall out of the sky. <laughs> okay, that's yeah. not a lie, then. I'll allow it. All right, the last one is, what are you passionate about? Okay. Shit, you might you might fuck up my parents with that question. You think going, so? Going, you know, some of these questions, I feel like a lot of these, some of these questions, a lot of our parents probably haven't really considered or thought about or felt like they were in a place to consider. You mm-hmm. feel me? Like, cause I feel like a lot of, let me not say a lot. I'm just speaking from my own personal experience. For my, for my parents, it sounds like they spent a lot of their time just trying to make shit work mm-hmm. to the point like that they're having to do what they have to in order to survive or provide for that it never had the time or the the space to really sit down and consider what their passion was or you know what they cared about deep down in order to pursue so maybe think asking them this question now it may may actually be the first time in decades where they actually like really thought about it in a sense of like maybe i can do this now or or start doing that now so i feel like that would be a good question yeah absolutely i'm not saying it's not as your parents are at retirement age and as yeah, my parents retired. retirement age is yeah i was agreeing with you it was like yeah they definitely yeah. retired um and as my parents get closer to it and they're starting to think about what their life will be like after that it's your past survival you survived now yeah, how do you thrive you all- like how do you make your life what you want it to be mm-hmm. um and i don't think that they have maybe given themselves that space and i also think that if you are a parent and your children, you're a parent of adult children. You're like, well, I still have parenting to do. Or you're like, oh, I want to be a grandparent. That is the next thing that I'm going to do. Like, that's the next uh, task yeah. for me. And at the same time, they've a lot of their time has been around family because they've had us. Mm-hmm. Me and then my, my little sister. I got an older brother as well. So I don't think they can imagine... That I probably they, I feel like they probably can't even remember a time when it was just like them two because mm-hmm. it's never just been them two because my mom had had a a son bring, yeah. coming in my older brother so I don't think they've ever had a time where it was just you know just us two being able to do X Y and Z so like even to to this day when I'm like hey what are y'all doing y'all should travel y'all should do the X Y and Z together this is the first time all your kids is grown they at the house so to speak they're able to take care of themselves they got their own jobs you know hurrah y'all beat the game you know so, so, yeah, <laughs> y'all final yeah level. y'all y'all won y'all get to enjoy the fruits y'all can go out and do whatever you need to do y'all ain't got to worry about you know having money set aside for you know us to need it for whatever the reason anymore. Yeah. And even now, it's very difficult for them to consider. They're always trying to plan things with us involved with it. I'm like, my nigga, we got our own shit going on. Like y'all, y'all do. If y'all gonna be sitting around waiting on us, y'all ain't never gonna do nothing. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, I'm trying to get them to realize that, hey, y'all can go travel 
and do whatever it is that y'all want to do on your own. And if we are able to, we'll join you, but don't count on it because we are here building our lives now. We've grown. Like you, you know, y'all remember what this was like. Yeah. So y'all enjoy y'all retirement. You know what I'm saying? Do what y'all need, y'all need to do, which y'all, which y'all should do. And we know when we have that uh, ability to, we'll, we'll join you when we can, but you know, move how y'all want to move. How, what do y'all always wanted to do? I know y'all had the conversation. Hey, if we had these goddamn kids, mm-hmm. we can be, do that thing now. Yeah, that's why you need to keep a list. Listen, y'all, we got a before baby bucket list of things we want to do before we have these kids. We have a post baby bucket list. Once they gone, start collecting things that we want to do. Yeah. Vacation baby bucket list. I'm Harlem shaking as soon as the, the last one goes off to uh, the college. <laughs> Brandon is sitting here Harlem shaking y'all. Yeah. Because y'all can't I already see. know. It's going to be it's gonna be a celebration. But I say that now, not having no kids. So, you know, I don't know. I might, when, when that time comes. I doubt it. But it may, it may be. You probably I mean, will. it's not out, you know, it's not out beyond the realm of possibility that I might turn into a, you know, crying and like, oh, yeah, empty nest and la da 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 But no, I feel like I'm like, yeah. Shots, 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 shots. Are you ready for final food for Bobby? Yes. Final food for thought is consider the role you want your in-laws to play and the family that you're building with your partner. Mm. How close or not do you want them to be? The involvement do you want them to have within your family, but your your kids? Are you planning on, you know, tapping having them on 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 tap to fulfill uh, you know uh, babysitting duties if so what is that going to look like does that mean you need to move closer does it matter where you live you know these are things you have to consider with your partner how close is your partner to their family how how involved with your partner's family be in, in your life and are you comfortable with that level whether that's more or less than what you personally want mm-hmm. because you know those are the, again these are kind of some of the questions that we should be getting at towards the beginning of the relationship in the sense that like, Hey, you know, if she, if she hits you with, the, Oh yeah. I, you know, my mom and my dad, you know, I want them to live with us when we have our kids and stuff. I want them on tap. You, I want us to be all live in one home and la da da da. So, Hey, that might not be to your wants and needs and that might not be for you. So it's good for you, for you to figure that out earlier on than, you know, after y'all married or whatever the case may be. So my food final to the too long didn't read is what are the roles and the closeness that you will have your in laws play within the family that you're building. That's a really good point, babe. I really mm-hmm. like it. I think that it is good to highlight that your relationship never exists in isolation. There are periods where you know you get to incubate and like really work on and nurture your relationship, and that's the only focus. But it never is never just y'all. It's y'all and all the people that they bring with them and you and all the people you bring with them Mm -hmm. in terms of how, um, not necessarily their influence on your relationship, but at times it can be their influence, but just in terms of the network of relationships that you're also going to have to navigate. You're you're in a relationship with me and all these other people in in a certain regard. Uh, It doesn't just exist of me and you all the time. But that's not my final food stop. My final food for thought is that you can learn a lot about your partner by meeting their parents. I think that you have an opportunity to see so many things and even see things in terms of who's not in the room, right? Like if your partner is the product of a single parent household and you meet you know, one side of the family at one time and the other side of the family at the other time, you have an opportunity to kind of see that and like learn about like, oh, no wonder your mama and your daddy didn't work out. She's fire and he's ice and it just was not going to work. Or you have an opportunity to learn about where they get their personality from and how even in the absence, right? Like if one of the parents was absent, even in their absence, you still see their influence on your partner just from short exchanges. So I feel like you can learn a lot. I feel like I feel like it needs to happen sooner rather than later. I do think that if if the holidays are a natural time for it to happen, great. Anytime after you hit that three to six month mark, I feel like we should be meeting somebody's parents so we can see 
how this going to gel, how I'm going to navigate these other relationships so I know if I really want to, you know, buy stock here. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. I was going to say something. It has to happen definitely within a year. Mm-hmm. I'm speaking mostly as someone who doesn't live close by. It requires some, you know, some travel in order to get to them. So I was definitely going to say def- it should definitely have happened within a year. So yeah. the, the, Three to the six holiday. Or yeah, the yeah, the holiday. Whichever. Whatever is closer. Mm-hmm. That works. We good? We're Gucci. All right. Hey, y'all know what time it is. Holla at us. If you don't know how to holla at us, listen to these messages. Make sure to check us out every Monday, wherever you listen to podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, all that good stuff. Make sure to subscribe, listen, and rate. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell their cousin, auntie, mama, grandma, granddaughter's son that out <laughs> tell them where they can follow us at <laughs> math problems all right if you have a question you want us to discuss on the podcast send us an email at the buffet pod at gmail.com and we just might shout you out follow us on instagram at the buffet pod all one word thank you for listening learning and laughing with us this has been the buffet where we give you endless food for thought we out